When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, we made it to the end of the week. How's everybody doing? Friday edition here on Listen Up. Got a little preseason football going on this weekend. Uh, if you are really bored and you want something to do, <laughs> you can check out preseason football. You can even see uh, Deshaun Watson play on the football field this evening. How about that? So if you are a regular listener to my show, my rants, my podcast, speaking of my podcast, I'm really excited. One of my favorite interviews ever is going to be on the show with me on Monday, Ryan Anderson, who is a local kid from El Dorado Hills, Oak Ridge High School, Cal Berkeley, longtime NBA player has uh, really, uh, I I will tell you, I've been blessed to interview a lot of people on this show and on my podcast and on my radio show in Sacramento. And I've interviewed just many, many, many different people on a variety of subjects. Ryan Anderson, every time I used to have him on my show, I would get probably the most response and positive feedback of anyone that I have interviewed. And he's going to be my guest on my podcast on Tuesday. And I cannot wait. If you remember, uh, his girlfriend at one time was a contestant on The Bachelorette, I believe is what the show was, uh, committed suicide. Uh, Ryan went through the tragedy of Monty Williams' wife and the car accident. And the bond that he has with Monty Williams is incredible. Monty was there for Ryan when Ryan's girlfriend took her life. And Ryan was there for Monty when he went through the just uh, unimaginable phone call that he received. And so I'm really looking forward to talking with Ryan. Uh, That is coming up on Tuesday. All right. So I wanted to talk about this because on this show, we have talked a lot about Deshaun Watson, right? And Deshaun Watson has been in the news quite often. And I have very often read excerpts from Phil Mushnick of the New York Post, because I think that Phil has just an incredible knack of putting things in the layman terms for us. So I'm going to start off reading his column from yesterday. Have you heard back? Human resources yet? 
I'm still trying to get an answer as to how many sexual assault settlements I can make until I'm suspended. 10, 20. They're still trying to figure out the penalty for Brown's quarterback, Deshaun Watson. He of the $230 million deal after he recently settled 23 such suits. Six games, as a retired judge ruled, and the NFLPA supports. An entire season, as the NFL seems to insist. In the world to which we've been sentenced, there's no debate because there'd be no job. We'd be fired after one, maybe two. And good riddance for good reasons. Yet the Browns signed Watson already knowing his score. Season tickets, anyone? How about a quickie, a tailgate massage? It's relentlessly nuts out there. This week, New York Governor Kathy Hockel signed into law a measure that will replace inmate with incarcerated person, thus reducing soaring crime by an estimated 0%. In other news, Marshawn Lynch was arrested, charged with DUI while out for a 5.45 a.m. spin in the bucolic village of Las Vegas. Apparently, Lynch made the math easy for cops as he rendered his car undrivable by colliding with curbs. He was additionally charged with driving an unregistered vehicle. Lynch had a prior DUI from 2012, reduced to a reckless driving plea, and had his license revoked following a hit and run in Buffalo in 2008. Still, nothing could impede his career as a TD scoring running back who added to his fame and commercial fortune by grabbing his crotch when he scored. Apparently, those who hired him to star in Subway TV ads very much wanted their sandwiches to be associated with such a fine fellow. As did the 2020 senior class at Princeton University. In an unfathomably pathetic act of pandering, they selected Lynch as a keynote class day speaker, citing, quote, Mr. Lynch's sustained professional excellence, end quote, and quote, substantive work in communities standing alongside his on-field success. Our goal was to invite a speaker who embodies the various experiences we have shared as a community during our Princeton tenure, someone whose professional and personal passion speaks to the service-focused an intellectually rigorous interest core to the university, end quote. And so the smartest kids in Jersey chose to make complete dopes of themselves. Woke, they were in a coma. But it has been another that kind of week. As reader Mike Sheff Sopa wrote of Aaron Rodgers, he's not comfortable putting a thoroughly tested vaccine in his body, but was fine using psychedelic drugs in that same delicate ecosystem. I guess he couldn't get into logic courses at Cal. How about that for you? He, he, Phil Mushnick, and I don't agree with everything that he writes, but he's amazing. He really is. Absolutely incredible. Love the way he is able to write on things. He did something else in his column. He said, speaking of New York, 
How do the Nets sell tickets when the underachieving team is now annually pervaded by obscenely overpaid, unhappy, and uninterested superstars? Guess that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant co-GM thing is kaput. But is there anyone in the NBA who's happy? Even lesser players who make an average salary of about $8 million for eight or nine months' work? Who wouldn't be miserable? Very interesting comments from Phil Mushnick. As far as Deshaun Watson goes, um, you know, what else can you say other than this entire crisis, and I'll call it that, for the National Football League, has been handled about as poorly as it could. Plain and simple. I mean, Sue Robinson takes that long to render a six-game suspension, and then the NFL has can appeal, and Roger Goodell can be the man that handles the appeal himself, but instead appoints somebody else. And now we're waiting for that individual to render his decision. It's unbelievable. It really is. All right, so here we are. We've had a really good week. By the way, the phone calls this week have been incredible, and I have been grateful for the input. We have had a lot of interesting conversations that really have nothing to do with sports, and I have found them to be very, very entertaining and informative and really, I think, educational. And I think that's very important uh, in this day and age because I think we can all still grow and learn, and it doesn't really matter what age you are. Uh, you know, until you take your last breath, there are still things to learn. And so I think that is something that we were able to get across this week. And I think we will continue to uh, here on Listen Up. I love doing this show. Uh, I mentioned earlier in the week, maybe it was yesterday, I can't remember, or the day before, that I'm getting more and more downloads for people that are listening to this show after I post it on my platforms. And I am grateful for that. And I am going to try to figure out a way to get more people listening live. But I understand that people work and they're at school or, you know, they've got things that where they can't just listen at a certain time of the day. And, you know, I've tried doing it at three and four and five. And I really haven't noticed a difference in terms of the live numbers. But when I post my show on my platform, uh, I'm getting really good numbers. A lot of people are listening to this show and I'm grateful for that. And again, my hope is to continue to build and grow. I've really had some good ideas from some of you that listen on a regular basis about how maybe I can do that. Maybe we'll have some new elements. And so I'm really excited as we get into football season, right? So we're only a few weeks away from the start of college football, two weeks, if you can believe that. And then before you know it, uh, we'll be talking about week one of the National Football League. So I don't know about you, but I when it when we get towards Labor Day, I get an extra step, okay, in my gate because I'm just so into football. Even though my team stinks right now and the Giants, and they'll be a last place finish again in the NFC East, but I like the direction they're heading finally. And so maybe in two or three years, I'll be able to talk about returning to the uh, postseason. But you know, that's what happens when you're a fan of a team, unless you're a fan of the Kings, of course. Uh, you get to go through cycles where you're really, really good, and then you're really, really bad, and then you're really, really good again. And, uh, you know, I see that Anita is uh, listening on the app today. Anita, it's great to see you joining. And Anita is a Cowboys fan. I guess that would not apply to her, 
because the Cowboys have not really been good for a long, long, long time. <laughs> Sorry, Anita. I just had to get that thing in there. But when you look at the National Football League, it appears that the real power this year is in the AFC. And when you look at Buffalo, right, when you look at the entire AFC West, I could see any of those teams winning the division, whether it's Kansas City or the Chargers or the Raiders or the Broncos. I look at Tennessee, who I think will still be good, maybe not Super Bowl caliber. I look at Cincinnati, who was in the Super Bowl last year. You know, will the Dolphins be able to emerge as a wild card team with the additions that they made in the offseason as everything seems to rest on the shoulders of Tua? So the AFC, to me, is where it's at. I think the Rams will not be as good. I don't think the Packers will be as good without Devontae Adams. I don't think the Bucks will be as good. I think when you look at the NFC, I think it is very wide open. I think in the NFC East, I could see really three teams competing for the top, but really Philadelphia and Dallas. I think the Eagles will come up on top in that division without being able to forecast injuries. I think the NFC North without the without Adams will be a little bit more balanced, but I really can't see the Packers not winning that division. I know a couple of people think the Vikings are ready. I'm just not sold on Kirk Cousins, and I can't really go against Aaron Rodgers. But without Devontae Adams, what will that do uh, to that offense? The Bears, to me, are not ready yet. The Lions, I think, will be better, but they're not ready uh, to win that division. I think, again, we talk about Tampa. You look at New Orleans. You look at Carolina. And you look at that division, I don't see, I don't think that's a very strong division again. The Atlanta Falcons, no. So, you know, you move around and you look at now the NFC West, who who can really forecast how Trey Lance is going to do. I personally do not think he's going to do very well. I think the Niners are going to have a difficult time winning that division. And I think they're going to have to really fight for a playoff spot as a wild card. Uh, Seattle is down. I don't know what to make of Arizona with Kyler Murray because last year after 12 games, Kyler Murray was a leading candidate, if not the leading candidate for most viable player. And then when DeAndre Hopkins got hurt, he fell flat on his face. Now you have no Hopkins for the beginning of the season. And I don't know why I would think that we're going to see Kyler Murray be the Kyler Murray of the first 12 games, as opposed to the latter part of the season in the playoff, which he was horrible. So to me, that division, I don't know why I would pick anyone to win that division other than the Rams. Now, if you told me that Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be the starting quarterback for the 49ers this year, I would pick them to win the division. I really would. Cause I know what I'm getting in Garoppolo. I don't know what I'm getting in Lance. So. Keep in mind, that's the whole wild card in that division. That's the wild card. You know, in the AFC, I think the Bills, you know, we had Ian Eagle on last week on my podcast, if you don't like that. And he, I asked him about the Bills, and he thinks they are just a little bit better than everyone else in the division. And I would agree with that. I think it's their turn. But you look at the emergence of Cincinnati last year, and you look at how difficult the AFC West is going to be 
week in and week out. I mean, that's going to be some battle in that division. So I'm, I don't know about you, but I, I'm, I'm stoked. I am so excited for the start of uh, both college uh, and the NFL. And we'll be hitting it hard here on this show, on my podcast, on No Filter Network. Sean Salisbury and I are going to start doing our regular weekly show, uh, maybe twice a week, where it's centered just around football. I'm doing a show now on No Filter with Sean and Eric Burns, where we talk baseball, we talk other things. Uh, because of Bernsey's expertise on the diamond. But Sean and I are looking forward to doing a weekly show, probably be weekly, on No Filter Network, uh, where we just talk both college uh, and the NFL. I love Sean's knowledge on football. Just think he's got one of the great football minds. He gets it. He's not afraid to speak the truth. And so I'm really excited uh, for the start of football season uh, this year. All right, you know the routine. If you want to come on, you hit your hand icon, uh, raise your hand. If you have any comments on that story that Phil Mushnick wrote on yesterday, do you think there's anyone currently listening to this app or even the folks that listen to the recorded version that would have a job? Okay, if your name was Deshaun Watson, right? Do you think your school would continue to hire you if you're a teacher? Do you think the hospital would continue to hire you if you were a doctor? Do you think that your automobile company would continue to hire you if you uh, sell cars or you're in finance? Do you think that the local restaurant would continue to hire you as a waiter or a waitress or a chef? Do you think your local radio or TV station would continue to hire you as an on-air personality if you were Deshaun Watson? Should I stop or should I just keep on going with other examples? Do you think you'd be flying a commercial jetliner, okay, if your name was Deshaun Watson? Or do you think that your days of being a pilot would be over? I just, you know, Phil Mushnick put it right there in very simple forms. And he's got a way of doing that. And that's why I really enjoy reading a lot of his columns. And again, I don't agree with everything that he writes. But I think he is able to really make you think and puts it in the layman terms where you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, you're right. Right? Would any of us listening right now still have a job if your name was Deshaun Watson? Would you? Right? And again, his first paragraph in this story where he says, have you heard back? from human resources yet. I'm still trying to get an answer as to how many sexual assault settlements I can make until I'm suspended. 10, 20, what a great opening paragraph. And you know what it is? It's a really sad paragraph too. It really is. It's sad because the fact that Deshaun Watson can do something that so few people in the world can do, and that's play quarterback in the National Football League at a very high level, that you will turn your head and you will just have the mentality of we're going to do whatever we have to do to win, and it really doesn't matter what you have done off the field. And I hate that mentality. I want to know when a owner or owners are going to step up and say enough is enough, right? 
I am all for an individual like Michael Vick who paid his debt to society as deemed by a court of law, sentenced to two years in federal prison, served his time, came out, and was able to restart his life and his career. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that because that's how our judicial system works. He paid his debt to society. Now, you may disagree. You may say what he did was heinous. It was awful. Uh, and, and it was. But again, he went through the system and he did his time. Does that mean that he's not allowed to come out and make a living? He did. He resumed his career in the National Football League. But what about Watson? You're telling me six games with no fine is a, is, is a significant punishment for what he did, allegedly? Again, I think we can remove the word allegedly. I, I don't know about you, but I will speak for myself. If I had been accused by that many individuals and I did not do it, meaning that all of these individuals have colluded to ruin Deshaun Watson's life, well, if I was truly innocent of the allegations, I would fight tooth and nail, even if it meant I had to be incarcerated because I decided not to plea or not settle or anything else. I wouldn't care. If I didn't do something, I'm not admitting to doing something. Period. And I don't care how much money I have in the bank. I'm not paying off anyone if there's something that I did not do. If I'm not guilty, I'm not guilty. And I'm not washing my hands of it with, you know, a check. Not doing it. I, but that's me. I'm not speaking for Watson. I'm not speaking for you. But your name is your name. And he has now settled 23 of 24 civil suits. And he gets a six-game suspension? Really? And no fine? And the amount of money that he would lose without being paid for those six games amounts to something like 0.14% of his total $230 million salary? What a joke. Seriously, it's a joke. And as Phil Mushnick said, would you have a job? Would I have a job? Is there anyone that you know in your circle of friends, your family members, your neighbors, anyone that would still be employed if their name were Deshaun Watson? I would say no. Let's get to some phone calls here on this Friday. Jerry, we'll check in with you. How are you, sir? I'm fine, sir. How are you, Grant? Happy Friday to you. Good. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Grant, you think, you know, I just, you know, I just think about the uh, Deshaun Watson. What a circus that franchise is going to be for the whole year. I mean, can you just imagine how it's going to be? The distractions big time. No, I cannot. It's going to be a distraction uh, every week. And it is, it would be less of a distraction if Deshaun Watson is suspended for the entire season and it's not around the team. Then at that point, I believe it will be a minimal distraction. But if Deshaun Watson at any point during the season is able to play, it's going to be a big time circus. Absolutely correct. 
And Grant, do you think that when he got a six-game suspension, you think that that was because he paid off 23 women that he allegedly did something to? I can't speak for the arbiter in this case, Sue Robinson, but I believe that did have a lot to do with it, yes. But again, I'm that that's just my opinion, and it's not based on anything that would be truly factual. But I, I think... I use the term a lot when I'm broadcasting and the term I use is common sense and common sense tells me that this is not right. a sufficient enough penalty. Personally, I don't think he should be playing football period. Okay. That's just me. Uh, I don't think Alvin Kamara should be on the football field right now. Alvin Kamara 100%. has been charged with felony battery for he and three individuals, his friends beating the crap out of a man that required hospitalization, had a broken eye socket, among other bodily injuries. The altercation is on video that the police have. Alvin Kamara himself has admitted to hitting the victim, and yet he's on the field playing football because the court has pushed back his hearing on three different occasions. I'm sorry. I don't believe that Alvin Kamara should be playing football right now. I believe that he be he should be suspended, albeit with pay, because under our judicial system, you are innocent until proven guilty. Now, personally, I think when there's video involved, okay, like when I saw the video of Ray Rice and what happened in the elevator, I wasn't saying to myself, innocent until proven guilty. I said to myself, guilty. When I saw George Floyd being murdered on the street in Minneapolis, like every other person in America, I didn't really need to have that go through the court of law for me to know right. that that was murder. I know it was murder because I right. saw it with my own eyes because the video doesn't lie. Video does not lie. The video with Ray Rice in the elevator with his then fiance did not lie. The police have the video of Alvin Kamara and the three friends assaulting this man. Okay, the video doesn't lie. So even though you're innocent until proven guilty, to me, the National Football League should not allow Alvin Kamara on the field until his felony battery is decided in a court of law. And because he is technically innocent, despite what the video may show, he should be paid until he is either found guilty or not guilty. That's how I feel about this. But he should not be representing the New Orleans Saints and the National Football League. And in my opinion, the Saints should suspend him, pay him, but they should not allow him with the team until this is settled totally because there is a right is right and wrong is wrong. And this is flat out wrong. Grant, let me ask you one more thing, sir. Uh, you know what, Grant, and I hate to keep bringing up this race thing, but do you think if, if there was a white player, uh, let's say uh, in Deshaun's class uh, of a superstar that was accused of this, you think his punishment would have been more Grant? I do not. I don't believe that race in this particular matter is factoring into the length of his suspension or anything else. Uh, race certainly does factor into a lot of things in our society. And Lord knows uh, that it's a big issue in this country and we have a lot of problems. My opinion, this particular situation is not based on the color of his skin as it deemed as his punishment is deemed and where it's going. I mean, had this been any other quarterback, a white quarterback or what have you? No, I don't believe that the situation would be handled any differently from the people that make these decisions, such as Sue Robinson and now the other individual that was appointed by Goodell. But that's just my opinion.
Well, Grant, I want to thank you for your time, and hopefully you can think about more about having that weekend show, okay? Have a great weekend, sir. Thanks, Jerry. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Grant. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good stuff right there. All right, let's get to some other phone calls, and we uh, say hello to Ryan in Sacramento. Hey, Ryan. Hey, what's up, Napes? How you doing today? You ready for the weekend? I'm good, buddy. Good. Yes, sir. I am. How are you doing? Well, thank you for asking. You know what? This is the worst handled situation discipline wise, in my opinion, in the NFL today that I can remember during my lifetime. I- I'm so tired of people confusing him not being um, convicted or put on trial by a grand jury versus the civil cases that have been settled. Between him and the Texans, there has been 53 cases settled at this point. And so we can get to Deshaun, but when it comes to the Texans, where the hell is their punishment, Grant? It happened under their watch. They knew it. Yep. Yep, I'm with you. I'm right with you. I would beg to differ a little bit. I think the NFL's handling of the Ray Rice situation was about as bad as it could possibly get, but this could be 1A and 1B, so at least we're nitpicking. But, yes, this has been handled horribly. Well, and you said earlier, I mean, the victims are the victims. They're the ones we should care about. Deshaun Watson did not pay off these victims. The Browns paid off these victims. And when I saw the story today on ESPN that said Deshaun is willing to accept a longer suspension what are we doing how is that an appeal when when that this isn't mediation this is the nfl's decision and now we're having reports out there that you know they're negotiating the suspension i mean, i don't get it i don't get it either and that's what's wrong with the national football league i think that roger goodell's watch as commissioner has quite frankly been a failure i think that the fans have lost any confidence in his ability to lead the league in the right way, uh, his uh, handling of the entire national anthem, 
uh, issue and everything that was associated with that has been an absolute joke. His messaging with allowing uh, slogans on the back of helmets is disgraceful. His markings on the field have been disgraceful, in my opinion. He's completely botched just about everything that you can botch. He's handled domestic cases, uh, domestic violence cases horribly. The Ray Rice was a fiasco. This situation with Deshaun Watson has been nothing short of an embarrassment for the league, and it's all come under Roger Goodell's watch. And yes, I'm well aware that he is paid by the owners, and his job is to make money for the owners, and he has done that. But there's a thing called the integrity of the league. And to me, the integrity of the National Football League has gone downhill substantially under his watch. I I agree with you, Grant. And you talked about integrity. So let me uh, throw a situation out for you. Not that you would play for them. You'd probably play for the Giants if you could. Let's say you're a Cleveland Browns player, Grant. And you have somebody that has been affected by sexual misconduct or misconduct, abuse, anything along those lines. You know the code in professional sports. You don't throw your teammates under the bus. It is now week seven, assuming six games is what the suspension is for Deshaun Watson. And you're going to be answering questions all the way up till then. But once he comes back, it's really going to ramp up. What do you do? If you do not agree with what allegedly happened, do you take your opinions and not stand up for what you believe in, or do you protect your teammate? MLK, our lives begin to end the day we remain silent about things that matter. So I'll answer your question with one of the great quotes in our history. So that amazing it's one of the most uh, it's one of the most amazing quotes ever and so to me if you remain silent when things matter then you're part of the problem and i really believe that i believe that when you know something is egregious and wrong and you know it to be wrong and you remain silent then you become part of the problem not the solution so that's how i would answer that question Uh, But that's a fair question. It's a very good question. But the one thing I think we can all agree on, this story is not going away, regardless of what this appeals individual, in other words, the gentleman that's handling the appeal. This story is not going to disappear once he comes out with his decision, whether it's six games, 10 games, 15 games, two years, three years. This story is not going away. And you know what? The story should not go away. The story should not just disappear into the sunset. This is a very important issue that affected a lot of people. And I'm sure there's been a lot of damage to these individuals and their families. And just because he settled 23 out of 24 civil suits and the Houston Texans have done the same thing, doesn't mean that all of these individuals are just fine and dandy and they don't have any scars for the rest of their life. And I can't speak for every individual. So I'm sure some handle it differently than others. So I'm not even going to get into that. But what I am telling you, and I think you would agree with me, this is a really bad look for the National Football League, period. It's a bad look for humanity. Yes, Yes, (laughs) it is. is. Um, You know, Grant, with everything that's gone on, and I, I always say I don't like to get political, But with everything that's gone on with the Me Too movement, I I am shocked this is not a bigger story than it has been. 
I, I, I don't know how the NFL was able to, I, I'm not going to say sweep this under the rug, but this would have been fire 18 months ago. It, it should have been fire 18 years ago. It should never happen. But I, I don't get it. Yep. I don't either. Uh, but this story, this book has not been finished yet. There are many more chapters to this book in this situation. So, so where do you ultimately see it playing out? What do you think? I, I agree he should not step on a field again. I, I truly believe that. But where do you see the ultimate finish line for this? I don't think he's going to play this year, and I think he'll be on the field playing next year. I think they're going to give him a 12 or, excuse me, a one-season suspension. And then I think he'll be back playing next year, uh, regardless of how you and I or anyone else feels about it. That's what I think is going to happen. Okay. And you know what? While I have the platform, because your show is amazing, a lot of people listen, I've got to say, shame on every talking head that has come out and suggested that because he did not play last year, that that should count as a suspension. Shame on fucking you. That is bullshit. Agreed. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. And um, I appreciate your animation there because uh, that puts a lot of emphasis on your sentence. And I concur with you 100 percent. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate that. Um, and we will talk soon. Have a great weekend. And uh, thank see you. you Monday. Have a good weekend. Good stuff right there. Let's move along. And uh, it is an absolute pleasure to uh, have Anita who joins us on this Friday. Hey, Anita, how are you? Oh, doing fine, doing fine. How's it going, Grant? I'm doing well, Anita. I'm sorry I picked on you earlier. I apologize. Oh, you know, I don't mind. You know, I don't mind. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of sports <laughs> and I, 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 you know, you're like me. I call it like it is with my team when they're, when they're awful. I don't shy away from that. <laughs> right. And, you know, and but I always have hope, but I'm always realistic. So, <laughs> yes, yes, but, you're, you're, um... <laughs> you're, you're, you're a delight. Well, it's, good to hear you. it's good to hear your voice. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be on the show. It's just, it's been a crazy summer, but um, all is well. And, you know, just kind of chiming in on, um, you know, what, what the topic at hand is with uh, Watson and all of that. And, you know, just, you know, just to get a perspective from a woman, from a woman who knows other women who have uh, suffered at the hands of um, all kinds of abuses. Again, you know, innocent until proven guilty. But um, my take on that is it should be a year suspension at least. And, um, you know, with the possibility of, you know, not being able to play um, football, because at some point we have to send the message. You know, I look at the situation with the young man that, um, well, he's not with Charlotte, the Charlotte Hornets anymore. Um, Bridges, is it? Right. Yes. yes. Bridges. Yes. Situation like, and you notice no team has picked him up, as far as I know. Um, That's correct. You know, because at some point this, you know, as a society, we have to stand up and say, you know, this kind of behavior is not okay. If, if he was ever allowed to come back and play for the NFL, it would have to be after some sort of classes, counseling. How come that's not part of the punishment? Um, you know, there needs to be, and, and not even a punishment, but we have to, yeah. you know, these kids come out of college, whether it's the NBA, NFL, you know, MLB, um, you know, they don't get any kind of, as far as I know, um, you know, training in those areas, you know, how to conduct yourself and how to, you know, you know, just being um, good citizens, <laughs> you know, and so I understand. Yeah. Well, because, you know, yeah. they, they have the, the upbringing. I'm not saying that somebody who raised their child, right. You know, any child can go astray. 
you know, but I think, you know, and we put them on these pedestals and, you know, you were talking about Marshawn Lynch and, you know, speaking at Princeton and I'm thinking, what? That is insane. Um, what message are we sending? Yes. And, you know, when, when the amount of money you make and what you do for a living means you're going to get treated differently than, like you say, me, a school teacher, somebody that works in the medical field. Um, you know, there, we wouldn't even, I mean, we couldn't even hire somebody to work without even having a court hearing if they have anything no. on their record that even sniffs of this kind of behavior. Um, and so, you know, so it's kind of disheartening yep. that, um, and I and I look at the situation with Zeke, you know, going back to being a Cowboy fan, and he was suspended for six games. And his charge was way less, way, the two don't even compare. I said, how is he getting the same? Yes, the same no, no, not even close. What, 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 what's that all about? It's a joke. Uh, you know, just, just it's a joke. It's a joke. Ridiculous. It's an absolute joke. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke is what it is. It's an absolute joke. Yeah. And, it, and it's a shame. And as a society, we really have to do better because we really need to send, you know, a message to our young men, you know, that this is this kind of behavior is not going to be tolerated on any level, no matter who you are. Um, this is not something, um, you know, that you can do and, and still get to uh, play on a stage as big as the NFL. Um, that's just not not a message that we need to send. So I'm, I'm very disappointed that, um, you know, I, I, and I hope, like you said, the jury is still out um, on, you know, what's going to be the final outcome of this, but I hope the NFL gets this right because it's important. Hmm. Anita, very well said. It's great to hear your voice. You have a great weekend and we'll talk soon, okay? Okay, all right, take care. Yeah, you too. There you go, great perspective from Anita. All right, let's get to uh, Waggus here on Listen App on Friday. What's up, buddy? How are you today? Uh, good, good. Uh, by the way, that was just a great call. Uh, that was very well put. Um, and, you know, I, I got to be honest with you, Grant. I, I know the professional world is different than the regular world, but I just don't see a way where Deshaun Watson can be allowed to play football again. I mean, these accusations are pretty real. And uh, I, I just don't know because, you know, I, what is the difference between him well, I don't, or like a Bill Cosby, right? You know, because I, I don't see sure. any difference, right? So, I mean, I, yeah, and yeah, so especially. You know, to me, I, I, you know, to me, if you violate a human body's, excuse me, if you violate a human being's body, regardless of their sexuality, against their wishes, in other words, if you violate their yes. space, their body, okay, and I, whether you're male or female, it doesn't matter in this case, if you are violating another human yep. being's, body against their wishes and that would be redundant in the way i said that sentence but i'm trying to be very clear here that's about as despicable and and uh, and yet we're we're letting uh, that individual who's done this to numerous 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 women just resume their football <laughs> career because they happen to be better than almost every other quarterback on the planet uh, this just it's as anita said that is a really bad message that we're sending to our youth let me ask you this if he was on the patriots when these accusations came out do you think belichick would have released him right away you know i i really can't say uh you know uh, robert Kraft, the owner of the new england patriots was caught at a massage parlor now to the best of my knowledge if i recollect he wasn't forcing himself on anybody it was yes. Yes. part of the service which was against the law 
in Florida, if I'm not mistaken, okay, if I'm not mistaken, I, I don't have the facts in front of me, but I don't believe that Roger Kraft violated that particular masseuse. I believe the masseuse did it willingly, albeit it was no. against the law. So this is different. Yes. But um, I, I would say, yes, I would say there are a lot of franchises in the National Football League where Deshaun Watson would have been released immediately. Yes, I believe that to be true. But it wasn't true in Houston. It wasn't okay, true yeah. in Houston. They didn't release him. And it obviously is not true in Cleveland because they gave him a $230 million a guaranteed contract. And they're structured in a way so he doesn't lose any money if he's, like, suspended, I think, 10 or 12 games, I think. Something yep. like that. I mean, I don't – Yep. Okay. So, so anyway, uh, but that was a great call. So uh, I just wanted to sh shift a little bit. Uh, I was actually, you know, kind of going through the NFL teams last night just – you know, and I got a gut feeling. I really think the Chargers are about to explode. And I think the Chargers w with Justin Herbert, who's who's a phenomenal talent, I think they can go all the way. I wanted to get your take on that. I do, too. I think they're Super Bowl caliber, I think, with quarterback and how well he played and some of the moves that they've made in the offseason. I'm with you. I think the Chargers have a legitimate chance to compete for a Super Bowl this year. I think that's accurate. Okay, and I'm really worried about my Niners because we don't know where we're at with Lance. We will see. Obviously, yep. if he's anything Shanahan says he is, we should be winning the Super Bowl. Because if Jimmy can get you almost to the Super Bowl, yep. right? So, um, But my yep. surprise team, I, I think, and please forgive me, I know they're in, the, in your division, but it's the Eagles. I just think the Eagles have oh, – oh, okay. I agree okay. with you. Okay, so – I think Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts to me is a winner. The guy's a natural leader. Yes. He's a winner. And personally, you know, if I was a player in the National Football League, I would love to play on a team with a guy like Jalen Hurts. Okay. And then and then my surprise team will be like this year's not I don't want to say Bengals because Bengals made it the Super Bowl, but I really think the Jacksonville Jaguars are gonna be a lot better. Uh, you know, I, I really like their coach. Obviously, he won a Super Bowl, and uh I know they've made some moves in the offseason. So any and do you agree with me on that or like, where are you at with that? No, I don't agree with you on that. They might win a couple more games, but I don't okay. think they're a threat to really be uh, spoiling anyone's season. I don't think they're ready yet. So I could see them winning, you know, five games more, six games more, but I don't see them being relevant in terms of a playoff spot, especially in the AFC. I just think there are too many good teams in the AFC. So, so who's your surprise team? I'm guessing. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm no, uh, I haven't come up with my surprise teams yet, but I will definitely do that before week one of the NFL season. I always wait until I see the injuries in training camp and things of that nature. But uh, I will right before week one, I will give you my surprise teams. Okay, great. It's been a great uh, week for the show. And, uh, you know, uh, you have a good weekend. Well, listen, I want to tell you, you're one of the reasons why it was a great week. Your calls this week have been phenomenal, and I greatly appreciate it. So thank you, and you have a great weekend. Thank you. All right, take care. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls, and uh, we say hello to uh, Brian. Hey, Brian, how are you today? Go ahead. I'm well. I'm well, Grant. Thanks. I uh, hope you're doing well. Yeah, it's been a great week of uh, calls and various discussions and so forth. Uh, uh, piggybacking the last call, you know, I'm like you. I haven't really done a deep dive yet into teams and surprises like you. I kind of want to see the injuries that occur and all that type of stuff. Uh, but regardless of that, the AFC West just seems loaded, and that's going to be such a fun division to watch. Uh, and 
you think just shooting from the hip, maybe three teams out of that will make the playoffs, or do you think they're going to kind of nullify each other with win-loss record? I haven't done a deep dive in the schedule, but that should be pretty interesting to watch. No, I think three teams will be in the playoffs from that division. I think you'll have two wild cards from there. I think that the talent in that division is too good, and so it would not surprise me at all to have three teams from that division make the playoffs. I think that's that could really happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, especially with seven. I'm thinking three, uh, good chance. And, you know, regarding the Chargers, Chargers, of course, with the upgrades, but I'm going to be real curious to see if their coach has dialed back his aggressiveness a little bit. Uh, they should probably have made the playoffs last year, and if, if it wasn't for some questionable, over-aggressive play calls, they, yep. you know, they did not make it. And, frankly – you got to be smart sometimes. I get the aggressive play of today's NFL, but when you get to the playoffs, a team like that, you know, I, I think it's just a touch too aggressive if you want to make a legitimate Super Bowl run. Uh, obviously, we'll see how that strategy works out, but that's the only thing that that I question on making a long run. Just curious your yep. thoughts on that strategy. I'm right with you. I, you and I think alike. Uh, I think you're spot on. I think it's really good analysis. And it's always good hearing from you. Have a great weekend, okay? Yeah, we'll talk to you soon, Grant. All right, take care now. Bye-bye. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I really don't. All right, we say hello to Cody next year on this Friday edition of Listen Up. Hey, Cody, thanks very much for taking the time. What can I do for you? Hi, Grant. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, if you could speak a little louder, that would be good. Grant, I, w- I wanted to uh, touch on the AFC West. I'm a, I'm a big Bronco fan, lifelong Bronco fan. I'm 37. Yep. And uh, I, I don't, I, I think they're going to finish in third. I hate to say it. I've been, uh, the Chargers defense is so much improved. And uh, you don't know what Herbert's going to do. And you, you can't count out Mahomes. I hate to say it, but I think the third or fourth, depending on the Raiders too, because they've been proved. What do, what's your take on that? I think they're the. I think they're going to finish in last place, and I think okay. losing to Tim Patrick uh, in training camp has already been a big loss. He had surgery earlier this week to repair his ACL. Yep. Uh, I know they have you know Russell Wilson, but I don't see the Broncos, and they're going to be right there. But I personally think that when it's all said and done, they're going to finish fourth in that division this year. Okay, and then tell me um, why you think the Giants are going to finish fourth and not the Washington Commanders. Because I, I like the Giants. Uh, I just I, I like a lot of their players. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think that they're going to struggle. Uh, Shane Lemieux, uh, starting offensive guard, got hurt last night already. He was in a boot. They I have not seen the results of the MRI. <laughs> their offensive line is improved by drafting Neal out of Bama, but they're off. Uh, they just you know Daniel Jones is still unknown as he enters his fifth year. Uh, defensively, uh, they 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 you know we'll see about the rookie. Uh, their number one pick. But I, I just am not that high on them. They haven't shown me the ability to be consistent enough. I think they're two or three years away, but I, I'm still not sure if Daniel Jones can play or not. So for that reason, his turnovers, he still has the uh, – uh, he doesn't take care of the ball well enough. I just don't see them winning more than seven games this year. Okay. Uh, I, I love fantasy, Grant. So you were talking about getting somebody yeah. that can talk fantasy on the show. I think yep. that would be that would be I'm gonna do, um, Yep, I'm going to work I, on that, Cody. Yeah, I'm going to work uh, on that. I appreciate it. Waggis was talking about Kadarius Tony like a few days ago. 
he's one of my favorite receivers. Yep. Grant, you're lucky you have him on the Giants. That guy is great. Well, he better grow up. He better grow up because, you know, my experience of being uh, a football fan is talent is great. But if you don't have everything else that goes with the talent, then that's an issue. And I thought he was a there were some major red flags last year in his first season. And he has all the ability in the world, but ability in the world, all the ability in the world doesn't necessarily translate to the NFL. You have to have everything else. I've heard he's had a good camp. I've heard he's receptive to this new coaching staff and regime. So let's just wait and see. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. His talent is there, but he's got to grow up a little bit for me. <laughs> okay. And I'm, I'm rooting for Saquon, man. I, that rookie season yep. was incredible. Uh, he still got it in in my yep. field, Grant, so – don't be surprised if he leads the league in rushing. I'm hoping for it. <laughs> Thanks, right. Cody. I we'll appreciate it, man. You have a good weekend. Yep, be well. Let's get to uh, Brandon. We'll get to uh, him here on a very busy Friday on Listen Up. Hey, Brandon, how are you? Hey, what's up, Grant? What's going on? Hey, to, to follow up on the AFC West talk, uh, I was actually going to tune in before the other guys started talking about it, but I was in Reno this weekend. And I was looking over the win lot or the uh, total wins uh, that Vegas has the odds set at for each team for the for the full season, and I and it was interesting to me that the, the Raiders were set at eight and a half wins, and so you can bet on either you know they're going to win over eight and a half or, or under, and to me right. it just seems like a no brainer that the you know Raiders are going to win at least nine games, but I almost think the Raiders can win you know eleven or twelve games. What's your what's your thoughts on that? I would agree with you. I didn't even I haven't looked at the totals yet, but I, I would think the Raiders are going to win at least nine games. Obviously, if Derek Carr gets hurt, then they probably won't. But I'd be very, very surprised that the Raiders don't win double digit games this year. You know, it's a 17 game season. I think they'll win a minimum of 10 games. But I right. mean, if the over under is eight and a half, I mean, the number for nine, I can't imagine them. If they don't win nine games this year, it's been a disastrous first season for uh, Josh McDaniels. Right. And that's, I, I put a nice little bet on it because I could, yep. I mean, I, I figured it was going to be 10 and a half or yep. 11. And then once I saw that, I mean, I thought it was a misprint. So I, I put a bet on the over and just looking at their schedule. I mean, I understand they have a tough division, but even if they, you know, split those games or even lose, say, to two to Kansas City, I mean, their non divisional games aren't that tough. So, I mean, no, you know, they're I, not. Just, they should have the mojo this year with, you know, the new receiver and him and Carr, just, you know, best buds. And, you know, I mean, it just yep. seems like everything's kind of lining up in the way they ended last year. I mean, I think that could be a surprise this year. I'm not a Raider fan either, so I'm just kind of going off of uh... I I think they could be very good, too. I'm right with you on that. Brandon, good hearing from you and uh, enjoy your weekend, OK? Thanks, Grant. Thank you very much. Right. Hey, I want to thank everyone again for this week. I've had a great time. The phone calls have been phenomenal and we're going to do it again on Monday. I'm going to wrap up the show because. Uh, I have to be at a location that's about 45 minutes from here, and I'm supposed to be there in 15 minutes. So I'm going to wrap this up. I hope everyone has a fabulous weekend. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you on Monday at 3 o'clock Pacific right here on Listen Up. So long, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.